You're now listening to the Something Good Podcast Network. Please press any key to continue. TLC. Hey, look at those people there. <laughs> All right, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Couch Potatoes. I'm Alex and Morrison, and your watch does not deceive you. It is not anywhere uh, near May, but our news topics today are going to be very Star Wars centric because as we speak, literally right as we're speaking right now, Star Wars Celebration is going on. So we've got a whole bunch of that to talk about, including for the main topic, us discussing the recent six episode season. There's enough S's in there of South Park. Yeah. <laughs> literally, my producer editor brain later on was just like, ooh, that's going to be grating because it's already grating raw in the headphones. <laughs> yeah, the fucking celebration of Star Wars in April. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, we'll get to that, though. But uh, once again, we are recording this at the fun, fun time of 1221 in the morning. And you know what? Happy Easter, I'm- folks, if you're listening. <laughs> yes, 20 <laughs> minutes into Easter. And but, but the weird thing is, man, is I think I'm kind of liking these late night podcasts. Like it kind of keeps it a little bit more chill. You know, I feel like maybe sometimes in the afternoon, both of us are just like bubbling with so many different things we're trying to talk about that it just turns into like chaos. This one, now that it's so late at night, we're a little bit more beat down from the day you're just waking up. Yeah, there's no panic in your eyes when I rip the mirror off the bathroom wall and start doing some fucking yo. No, no, no. Everything is really calm, cool, and collected. So, yeah, man, rip know. that mirror off. Fuck, this, fuck the establishment. <laughs> fuck this apartment. But have you gotten accustomed to third shift lately? Oh, it doesn't take long to get you accustomed to that and as soon as you like see light you're just like fuck i need to be asleep (laughs) (laughs) so you're already slowly turning into a vampire yep Yep. Yep. start taking vitamin d pills (laughs) i can't get enough sunlight man i've been having to do more of these our store is now staying open until 11 at certain locations when it used to only stay up until 10 and i don't know man for some reason that extra hour i feel it two days in a row is starting to kill me are you still going on at two uh, four. Oh, well, that sucks. That's seven hours a day. Not even eight. Fuck that noise. I've been like, nah, bro, you're going to be eight hours. I'm coming in at three or you don't fucking call me. <laughs> nah, man, if I'm marking a job full time, it better be fucking eight hours or at least fucking 10. Yeah. And mo- most days, it's anywhere between, I'd say, seven to 10, you know, just depending on what kind of shift you wind up getting. Most of the time, it's eight, though. And it's not that big of a deal, but it's still one of those where it's like, at least right now, the ends do not justify the means for us to stay open that hour later. Like that's, what, that's, that's something I don't miss from fucking food service with the pickup shifts. Hey, could you come in from three? You can leave after dinner service. I'm like three to eight. Get the fuck out of here. Now I'm gonna stay till the end. <laughs> I'll get to, what the fuck five hour day. <laughs> yeah, not, why the fuck not? I'm not a teen in high school. <laughs> Working a full shift. 
Yeah, so that's changing in North Carolina. What so, is uh, the hours are uh, students can go to work? Yeah, they're changing it to where uh, if it's amenable amenable by the parents, they can work more hours as long as uh, they keep their grades up. Okay, so, so like when we were kids, it was ten o'clock. You couldn't work past nine thirty, nine forty five, and you had to be you know within a distance of you know ten o'clock. Right, and that was acceptable. Now, if you got permission work as long as you fucking want to well i think south park even kind of covered that one a little bit (laughs) well without further ado let's go ahead and move on over and let's talk about some news That's right, ladies and gentlemen. As I mentioned before, Star Wars Celebration is going on right now. Hot off the heels of a new episode of Mandalorian that we've also yet to watch. I don't don't think you've seen that episode yet, the latest one. No, I'm still an episode of Feedback. Yeah. Uh, Well, we fully got caught up last week, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So we got you fully caught up last week. There's only one new one. It was okay. Not all that. Uh, Great cameo. Yeah. by a uh, celebrity so really good celebrity guest cameo um and then i will say this now and i'll clarify who it was later on during our uh review episode of the full season but it's like i saw the first cameo it's a guy and a girl i saw the first one i was like oh shit it's so and so that's really fucking awesome with some chick and then come to find out later on that technically that chick is more famous than the guy was but like the guy is more famous probably in a niche market the woman was more famous on a mass market (laughs) and then everyone started shitting on the fact that they were both in it like typical star wars fans do because we can't have anything nice toxic as fuck very toxic but you know what we're gonna try to enjoy the little bit that we are getting because the main thing that disney is hanging their hat on right now is really promoing out the new ahsoka series uh we finally got a trailer for that in which we got confirmation that thrawn we're finally going to get thrawn in live action he's usually been in what like the clone wars and stuff yeah, like so, that so they introduced him in the clone Wars series and fun fact thrawn is not a george lucas production george that is a fan fiction of heir to the empire and stuff like that um which i kind of have a little beef about when it comes to you know the star wars story um but I thought Filoni still had a hand in it in some way, shape, or form, like the so, creation of Thrawn. No, so Thrawn was created in the Heir to the Empire series, which is a fan fiction of books created not by George Lucas, but, but a fan of Star Wars. And that's where we get But our, it was officially licensed by or yeah, sanctioned so, by. So, yeah, yeah that, that's where it gets fucking murky in the early 90s when it came to those books because George Lucas you know, started ramping the fuck up his Star Wars bullshit again because he wanted more money. And so it came to a head about who owns the copyright to these characters. That's why Coruscant exists is because of a fan. And that's why I kind of, like going back to when we played uh, Monopoly at Brad's, the last thing on the board is Coruscant, which isn't in the original trilogy, but it's an original trilogy game. And I was just, because we pointed that out when we were packing it up, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yep. That's not in the original trilogy. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and it's, it, Coruscant. Coruscant. I, st- I still hear Liam Neeson just saying it. Yeah. Coruscant. It's, Welcome to the town of Crescent, or Croissant. Uh, but like Croissant, that would be funny if the whole thing was created by humans with bread. Like, <laughs> but, but yeah, so Thrawn, Thrawn is a character from there, and he's a very vicious character. And they kind of poured it over, you know, during the whole Clone Wars series. It had never got brought up until you know Disney got involved. Um, 
He had his own toy, which was fucked up back in the early 90s when Star Wars reissued toys with uh, Kenner. And they actually made a Thrawn toy. and The, was, the muscle Star Wars figures, yeah. essentially. But what was fucked up was they made a toy of people from those books. And that guy didn't get no money for that. He had, you know, he got a little bit for those books from the books he sold but basically he got a cease and desist and a kick in the ass the true story i, I can't name the writer at the name but like if you look him up he he had a fucking shitty way out compared to george lucas who wrote Damn. who only wrote three films at that time and it, it kind of sucks you know when you're just cherry picking from fan fiction stuff now it's all on tumblr so it doesn't really matter <laughs> Ooh, tumblr that I've, that's a name i've not heard in a long time because they got rid of porn long time that's that's why you don't hear about it because they got rid of porn yeah yeah basically <laughs> in the in the in the whore books yes whore books uh but no uh thrawn making his way to the big screen or the small screen your yeah, cell phone uh, live action they're whatever. Uh, using the same voice actor from the uh, animated series and it looks really good i watched the trailer um they're really hinging on the fact that ahsoka is a jedi yeah you know which is maybe a fact that maybe doesn't fully resonate with people right now i don't think like even though like the fans were very excited to see her show up and you know uh the mandalorian season before everything else i don't think it fully clicked with them that like no she's a full-fledged jedi she's yeah. not a force user with a lightsaber she is a jedi and i'm honestly excited to see actual jedis on screen again because think about it we didn't get a single real trained Jedi in the last three movies. We've not seen it in any of the recent series because Obi-Wan had disconnected himself from the force. He was already, he had, had already job. lost his training. He had a job. He wasn't a slave. Yep. So we've not seen good lightsaber fights from a trained Jedi since Disney's taken over. Yeah. So uh, I'm excited to see that. The only thing we do see is like Luke Skywalker in Mando season one. Yeah. And as cool as that was, I mean, all he was really doing there was just chopping some motherfuckers down. It's not like you could say the same about Darth Vader dudes. and Rogue One, just chopping some motherfuckers down. And it's a fucking awesome and scene. I, I would love a, a side by side comparison to see if they copied it. Well, someone actually did. Uh, Darth Vader cutting down human sentient people and Luke killing robots that feel pain. <laughs> Uh, someone actually did uh, do that because they swapped the music. Yeah. And it does line up. Like, there are similar things that yeah. they just like. Like, Vader's is a lot more forceful and aggressive. Yeah, he's choking motherfuckers. And Luke's is down. a lot more like slice you and yeah. then you fall yeah. kind of thing. Where it's like you don't realize you're cut until you're fucking yeah. bleeding out yeah. kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, like that, that's that's one of the great things about, you know, the villains we uh, the very direct of uh, the Star Wars universe. It's a red saber every time. It's yeah. always darkness and if a Jedi cuts your fucking hand off and force throws you against the wall, He's not a Jedi anymore. <laughs> like, like he, he changed his mind. <laughs> like if we start seeing that kind of shit, I'd be like, "Yes, mother, we have a gray area." <laughs> well, as you mentioned, very, yeah. I'm glad you brought this up because it reminded me. So you said, you know, the, it's so easy to tell the bad guys they turn that thing on. They have a red lightsaber. Well, it is now officially canon that 
orange lightsabers are a thing because in the Ahsoka yeah. trailer, uh, the main baddie that's going to be kind of like Thrawn's apprentice, it seems like, uh, the guy with the white beard, he has an orange lightsaber. So that's actually cool that not only are we seeing the white sabers that we already saw from Ahsoka in the Mando series, we're now seeing orange sabers. And the guy that plays him, um, I, f- I forget his name, but uh, he he's a great actor. Uh, he's been in a lot of HBO series. He plays a great soldier character with a redemption arc. That's I can see why they got him, and I kind of see that kind of foreshadowed later on. Like um, the guy that, because the guy that plays him, that's kind of like what he's typecasted as uh, a soldier who changes his mind. Got it. Uh, and he was in the show Rome, which was very popular on uh, HBO for like two seasons. Um, Oh, I remember hearing about that now. Yeah. It took a second. But yeah, now and, I see the little poster or whatever. Yeah, and um, yeah, I'm kind of excited to kind of see where they're going to go with it. There, there's so much lore that gets added on and added on every fucking second. Yep. And, and <laughs> you got it. And it's ridiculous to follow compared to what was really, you know, what was original. Yeah. You know, we still got, you know, Knights of the Old Republic, that storyline, you know, that's a video game and it's a wild ass fucking story. We still have our storyline here in the now, you know, and even here in the now, it spans 40, 50 years mm-hmm. now, you know, from Anakin as a kid to Luke Skywalker as an adult. Yep. You know, with the Mando season, I kind of like, you know, it's very, it's very direct on one subculture yeah. of the group. You know, it's a, people without a land you yeah know, much like uh like a last of mohicans type situation you know constantly moving constantly on that. the run um and you know like ahsoka that looks fun i don't know i'm not going to sit down and watch another star wars thing immediately after mando yeah because it's like mando's you know it's compelling to what it's doing i can kind of see how they're probably like boxing old boy out a little bit pedro pascal i think i think that's going to happen they're going to box him out i mean no disrespect to pedro but it's like he has so little to do with this series anyway it's just his voice yeah but like even like even him as even the character i think they're going to box that character out and kind of go with bo katan maybe i could be wrong i could but i could see that but like she she's a more profitable ass asset because she's also represented it in the in the animated universe and now she's in the live action and fun fact about her she recently told uh came out and said that she gave licensing for her voice and likeness in perpetuity to disney uh, that came out uh, later, earlier earlier this week. Uh, I read that, um, and I was like, "Oh, that's surprising because that's the next stage of acting." But well, like, that's they, what I was gonna say. With all that AI voice stuff, I guarantee you, she probably sat in that vocal booth and said like a shit ton of words for them. That way, they have enough yeah. different samples and inflections. That way, they can create and do whatever they need to with her voice. So Star Wars don't be making up new words after she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be infuriating. But that's only one of the many things they announced. They also announced Skeleton Crew is going to be coming. Uh, we got a trailer for that at Celebration. I don't think that's been public yet. Uh, same thing with the trailer for Acolytes. Uh, Acolyte is going to be another new series uh, really focused on characters we've never seen before. And that seems to be maybe the current narrative that they're pushing is showing a whole lot of side stories with characters we don't know. Yeah. And honestly, 
I'm here for it. Yeah, comics comics made their billions on that. Yep. Let, let me let me tell you a story about this guy or this guy or this woman or this guy. Well, hey, what happened to this character? Wait, where's Bo-Katan's second-hand command? Guess what? We'll find out in fucking Skeleton Crew or Bad yep. Batch or some other tale, you know. And it's we all, are getting a season two of Bad Batch. Yeah, and it's and it's all coherent enough. Mm-hmm. Just enough. Uh, that's one thing I will say about Disney. The plot holes are a little bit tight-knit. Yeah. compared to like the Lucas version. You know, it's still a story being told, but there aren't like a shit ton of plot holes. You know, it's like, hey, you that Death Star, you just blew that the fuck up, huh? Well, I mean, somehow Palpatine returns. Yeah, somehow. Yeah. <laughs> somehow this dude kissed his sister. Twice. <laughs> well, that that's a little bit more believable than somehow really, Palpatine Really, in a returned. galaxy of people, he kissed his sister twice. That's I get it if you were in the same county in Alabama, but like, <laughs> fuck, they, they essentially are. Yep. <laughs> With how vast Luke, Luke, the Luke lives in space, Mississippi, and his <laughs> sister is a fucking senator. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, just sound, it, sounds, has, it sounds just like that. <laughs> he has friends in high places. Fingers in high places. Oh, <laughs> nasty. And uh, I'm sure there's still going to be more stuff coming out uh, in the days coming because um, I think there's still one more day of celebration, and usually they hold all their really big stuff, you know, for their final day. Could have waited till May Fourth. Could have waited. <laughs> uh, and even with this, uh, this still isn't going to be the final pieces of news because they even said on stage that they're saving a lot of stuff for D23 yeah. uh, or 24. Do they change the number? I don't know. I've never really. I've always just heard of his D twenty three. They probably do. Whatever the the Disney Expo. Everyone knows what I'm talking about. Uh, Apparently, they're going to be showing off a lot more during that. Can you dig it? Oh. Uh, but one of the last few things they have currently announced outside of a uh, limited run of Return of the Jedi coming back to theaters, which makes me wonder if there's going to be another print. A new version of this already. Oh God, that would be hilarious if they fucked it up even more. Because you, because they they tinker with it every single time. Even the new movies have not been uh, uh, left alone. Yeah. Like, because I did a recent deep dive into all that. Literally, the difference between the DVD, actually, no, yeah, the DVD and the Blu-ray version of Episode Three. It's during Order 66. The camera is pulling down on Kashyyyk. It's got the kind of like wooden bamboo type tree houses. On the original one, it kind of zooms down and like the roofs don't really have much on it. On the Blu-ray, there's moss. Oh, <laughs> he put moss on the roof. The only thing they could do in Return of the Jedi that would make it actually fucking compelling to watch is like just a 15 minute scene of it at night on indoor. And stormtroopers are like, hey, what's that? And just like fucking cracking their fucking head all the way around. What's that? And it's just like, just start light, light it the fuck up. 
and just like lighting the forest up like it's fucking Da Nang in Vietnam or some shit. Well, we got that in Battlefront. I know, but it wasn't as fun because it's a DLC that you play online. It wasn't part of the story, which would have been fucking terrifying. These fucking little bears coming out of the fucking woodwork. Woodwork going to eat. They're going to eat you. That's that's, that's another thing. They're cannibal. They're man- animals. They're animals. They're, eat they're you. animal cannibals. They're animal cannibals. And the only reason they're like that is because George Lucas couldn't afford big Wookiee suits. Yep. <laughs> Lazy motherfucker. Or make them blink. Yeah. Or make them blink. Hey, we could make 50 Wookiee suits that look different. Or, hear me out, bear suits with midgets. <laughs> like, you fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah, just well, cracking that beer. You know which one I want to go with. Yeah, I bet you fucking do. <laughs> yeah, old psycho. But we are getting three more movies heading to the theaters. We have not gotten a new movie announcement ever since the rise of Skywalker. That was the last official star Wars movie to be in theaters. Uh, but they've announced three more and no, they are not continuing the Skywalker saga. Uh, they are genuinely putting the episodes to bed. Now they're just kind of cherry picking eras. We are going to be getting a movie from the old Republic era. That's a weird fucking era in the story like in storyline especially from like a gaming standpoint it was mm-hmm. a weird storyline it's kind of all over the place well it makes me wonder if we're going to get a young palpatine i i don't know if, if they're going to go that new with the old republic so the old republic is way before him like before plagueis and before that like like well, Dar- plagueis, well plagueis wouldn't have been part of that no it would have been like bane like darth bane and stuff like oh old i Re- thought he was like the dawn no 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 uh, uh darth bane is the first sith and then it just continues on for like Got it. every two because it's always two <laughs> fucking stupid like, this is why you lose because there's two guys against 50 goddamn jedi who don't have sex because <laughs> guess what they're gonna stomp your ass because they got so much pent up rage even the librarians packing like <laughs> jesus and like in it, yeah, i forget how it goes bane something 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 and then it's the other guy from the other games with a fucked up face because that, that's the whole that's the whole point of the bad guys was they're deformed right in a fucked up weird way and i, I could see them doing the whole like jedi split where it becomes the sith that that would be a compelling story like hey you know we have these guys that use the force but one guy's like i want to use it for something worth the fuck no and the guy's like no you need to chill bro it's uh, you know it's about it's about force and balance he's like yeah but i could get this bitch i could get this i could get and, that and, and look at this yeah it's red yeah it's red <laughs> oh fuck that's not good <laughs> like, like, like a dr jedi like oh shit that's chlamydia like space oh, chlamydia. Ima- imagine if it was this, because they've already made uh canon how it's like you build your lightsaber you yeah. put your kyper crystal in this and the other imagine if like the lightsaber just wore like a mood ring yeah, it just changes color <laughs> yeah it's just like you know it's like hey bill you, you doing hide. okay it's like yeah i'm fine it's like it slowly turns flick, orange it's like <laughs> flick it on why just, just just flick it on for me real quick. Th- it's a whole like 15 minute comment. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. No. Turn on your fucking light. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's like forcing him. Like, <laughs> for, for, force pushing him. Get put on your fucking light. No. No. <laughs> Pulls out a little force stifle. <laughs> ah, you little bastard. <laughs> ah, you little motherfucker. <laughs> oh, actually, uh, side note to the other thing you're talking about uh, with Return of the Jedi. What if at the very end. Okay, because it's always it's always been the end of Return of the Jedi they keep fucking with. Because they added Hayden Christensen in as the Force Ghost. Yeah. They added um, old, uh, Coruscant and like all those older prequel yeah. planets at the very end. Changed the song, yeah. all that. Okay, they've they've messed with the ending so many times. 
what if at the very end that scene where like you see Han like kind of half ass clapping yeah. and Billy D. Williams in the background like all that shit if they just added in baby Yoda dancing in the corner oh <laughs> I thought you I thought, I thought it'd be I thought you were gonna go with like the force ghost of like actual Vader like oh, full God. Vader like what's up this is, this is actually how I'm gonna look in the afterlife full full, no, mo- no. full monster robot no uh, this is where uh, baby Yoda's been hiding out oh, yeah, uh, right been before indoor the whole time yeah this, the empire just happened to show up he's like hey what the fuck are you doing here <laughs> But uh, yeah, so a Old Republic movie. Uh, we're also going to get a movie set a handful of years after Rise of Skywalker, and Daisy Ridley has been confirmed to return as Rey, which all I have to say to that is Disney does have a lot of money. Yeah. Holy shit. Daisy Ridley, along with John Boyega, were so outward about being like, no. We did our three movies. Yeah. We're not coming back. This was a horrible experience. Never again. All of a sudden, you see Daisy Ridley, everyone. She's coming out on stage waving to everyone. Oh, my God. It's so glad to be back. The only thing I hope they do with her, story-wise, I don't really care. Just get rid of that space mullet she's rocking like her hair looks like shit the entire fucking time it bothered <laughs> that's me all you have to say that's all that bothered me about all those movies when it was to her when it was about her i'm just like she looks dumber than shit <laughs> her hair's tied all the way the fuck back and it's just like that looks ugly as fuck it's, i could give it's a shit no that she worse did. than the fucking jedi padawan ponytail oh the rat tail yeah yeah, yeah that was fucking t- terrible too <laughs> <laughs> yeah but obi-wan grew up and became, and became a killer a killer in the sands i would love that in if they were to do a movie that's after return of the jedi they bring in some people from the mandalorian well, so that was what I was going to say next. Is that like Bill Burr the- just showed up, Operation Cinder, just like, yeah. oh, fuck! What's the, what the fuck are they doing? Oh, God! <laughs> so that is going to be the third movie. Uh, so yeah, one set in the Old Republic, one set a handful of years after Rise of Skywalker, and then another one in the Mandoverse timeline. This is my ultimate theory, though. Uh, I think that between Book of Boba Fett, Mandalorian, Acolytes, everything else that they're building up to their version of an infinity war with the Mandoverse characters. Cause right now we're getting small crossovers between everyone. Soon we're not going to see that many crossovers and then everyone is going to get together for this main movie. I think that's, what's going to happen. You're going to see Ahsoka, Din Djarin, all the other Mandalorians, Baby Yoda. Fuck, I would not be surprised if a young Luke Skywalker is part of this movie and is an important part of this movie. I think that they might kind of go in that direction. And as I was mentioned to you off mic, this kind of goes into rumor territory, not as much news. It is heavily rumored that George Lucas has been tapped to help co-write, if not write one of those movies or a movie coming up and considering his first three movies, 
pushed the boundaries of technological advancements and everything else, created his own studio to make these graphics, and then did the same thing with the prequels. I would not be surprised if he saw that face swap and voice AI technology and went, well, I wonder how far we can push this technology, and went, okay, I'm in if we can tell another story with young Luke, young Leia, and young Han. The only thing, uh, if when it comes to storytelling, yeah, fine. Let's see, let's see what he could do with the original actor, like the original carcasses of the actors. But like, uh, if I were to, if I were a director who who I want to see test something, it'd be James Cameron. Like really? J- James Cameron is the director that tests the boundaries of all properties that he's done. Yeah, but but that was started by George Lucas, though. George, yeah, started but James Cameron, so James, James Cameron run. mastered it, though. George Lucas came in with those reproductions and they look like shit they do but like james cameron took the time he literally told studios give me the time to make my movies and they will look spectacular that's why aliens looks the way it does that's why titanic looks the way it does avatar pushed the limits and taught gave us all 3d for a good solid six years before everyone's like I'm going to throw up. Like I'm going to fucking <laughs> vomit. Stop making horror movies in 3D. I'm going to vomit. But you know, like well, when you it didn't ca- like Piranha I, 3D. Oh, three double D. Hell yeah! It's, <laughs> yeah, it's a great late night flick. But like, <laughs> yeah, but like, when it comes to like, if I want a director that knows what he's doing and he's pushing, you know, aspects and stuff like that, I would want James Cameron. But like, he's not a Star Wars guy. Right. He's a very new movie guy so like i that when it comes to that aspect yes george lucas yeah bring it back industrial light and magic can have the tools to push whatever they can and disney's got the fucking bankroll for it. they're basically printing money uh and plus they got out of their whole florida situation pretty good so uh, in hindsight yeah they're doing fine uh, whether or not they do a movie after return of the jedi that's set after that I don't know. Um, because in those books, just, all three of our OG characters have had run-ins with Thrawn. Yeah, and Lucas didn't write that. I Regardless. Yeah, but like... But what I'm saying is if they're bringing Thrawn in, yeah. setting it in this time period, and considering having Lucas come in, I wouldn't... And, and Lucas has given Thrawn his own seal of approval, being like, yeah, this is a cool character. I would not be surprised if they took some of those Shadows of the Empire's books, use that as a baseline, and possibly have him in line. I could be completely wrong. The only, this reason, is just the only reason I don't see him going with those storylines, other than they cherry-picked a character, is those storylines are very elaborate when it comes to the children of Leia. And she only has the one kid, like, well, yeah. of course they're not going to do those. But that's you know that's a big, if you read if you read those books, those are heavy anchored situations in those books. That's why so the, Thrawn so the shows only reason, up. So the only reason I referenced it is because you keep mentioning that they're not written by George Lucas. That's the only reason I mentioned them to just portray the fact that those were stories that had Thrawn as a villain with our original three as you know the protagonists. Yes, as you mentioned, the details, since they were not written by George Lucas, would not match up with the current continuity that they have. 
but they can take the idea of these three versus him and create that story based on those movies. Yeah, it just depends on what they do with the Ahsoka series. If she's going to be the big thing about Thrawn. Because a fun fact about Thrawn, he just disappears. In the storyline of Star Wars, he goes past the Outer Rim. He goes past the Galaxy Limits where people get lost. Yep. And that's what happens to him. So I'm kind of curious if that's what they're going to do. Like, did he come back? Mm. Uh, is Return of the Jedi him being forced out to that area? Or the uh, Return of the Jedi 2, Return of the Motherfucker? Uh, like, <laughs> uh, like uh, Ewoks Attack? Uh, that that would be a fun movie. Ewoks you, Attack. You want this so bad. Space Vietnam? You're telling me you wouldn't watch Space Vietnam? I would. <laughs> you I, want this It'd so be like bad. Space Platoon. So bad. <laughs> But it'd be like those carriers from fucking Cor- <laughs> You should write a program about me sometime. <laughs> you just shoot baby Ewoks. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Just full metal. Full metal. Yeah. yeah full metal lightsaber. Fucking yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh, God tell me you guys, the people in the discord, tell me you wouldn't watch a full metal jacket version of goddamn Star Wars. <laughs> I know Dustin would. Fuck yeah, I would. <laughs> I wouldn't uh, even pirate it. I'd fucking spend money on it. <laughs> Damn, that's the real seal of approval real right there. I wouldn't even pirate it. Uh, there's going to be a lot more coming out with Star Wars Celebration, uh, but those were just the Star Wars stuff, not, not to mention the other trailers that came out. Yes. Uh, so I'll, that's why I was going to kind of pivot away from that. That's currently the update on the Star Wars news that we have right now. Uh, we, we got like some casting news and stuff like that, but there was no like major names of like, holy shit, guess who's going to be in the Star Wars universe? It's so-and-so. But that could also be a good thing. They're picking a bunch of little unknowns. I like that. Build up this universe with a bunch of new actors and actresses. Let's do it. And try not to shit on them, folks. Try not to force don't, don't force the little Asian girl to, out of acting because yeah. she gets fucking threats. <laughs> yeah, let's not do that. I thought we learned with Ahmed Best and uh, Jake Lloyd, no. but apparently not. Uh, Kelly Marie Tran uh, still has not been. I, I still need to check on the poor woman. <gasps> I want her to come back as like a fucking terrorist, like just like in the movies, just like come back as a rebel thing who's just like against like the rich because that was a big story arc for her in the second movie, and her just like blowing factories up and like. <laughs> Like old Bill Burr's like, hell yeah, honey. Dah, dah, dah. He's like fucking double gunning his way. Hey, I used to know a fucking little Yoda. Dah, dah, dah. You know, I used to fight with the Mandalorians. Probably just exaggerating the yeah, fuck yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just, know, I was a Mandalorian. Yeah, just fucking space terrorist, you know. <laughs> That's that's what I want to see. I just want to see like that Bill Burr. I want to see Bill Burr come back in a main movie. Yeah, beca- just because of he's like the Harrison Ford of this situation. I don't give a fuck about the Star War. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's such a big part of it now, and it's so fucked up that that guy is the guy because like even in interviews like I'm just going off a tangent real quick, but like even in interviews like Jimmy Kimmel and fucking Conan, he's just like before he was in Star Wars. So fucking stupid. He hated Star Wars. He's like, get the fuck out of here. Watch something else. Well, you know, it's, not, it's just a Western. And then he gets up in it, and it's just like, you're the most pivotal part of the story in a lot of episodes. <laughs> He's like, well, you know, it's actually pretty good. It's a pretty good show. It's pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. Watch it because I'm in it. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Uh, but during all that, Lucasfilm did drop another trailer. Uh, we got the trailer for Indiana Jones and the Return of Nazis. I did not watch the trailer. Yep. So, like, if you watch any Indiana Jones movies, it's always Nazis. It's always the Nazis. Nazis. But they got a great, one of the greatest actors to play a Nazi. Mads Michelson will be a Jedi who also uh, plays a Jedi or not a Jedi. <laughs> 
that would be kind of kick ass. Uh, it's like the force is with you. Nine. But but no, he he. Uh, Mads Mikkelsen is the uh, father of uh, the the guy who created the Death Star in Rogue One. That's Mads oh, Mikkelsen. Okay, shit. That, and um, he's he'll he'll be in the new Indiana Jones movie. They're doing a lot of. Um, AI effects with original with the actual original content from the Indiana Jones movie. So instead of doing uh, regeneration of the actor, they're actually just pulling footage from the original movies. That's cool to redo it, and it's just going to be another another Indiana Jones movie. Uh, it's about time travel or about a, a, an object that does time travel. It's the next best step next to Aliens and the Ark of the Covenant. How, how was uh, old Harry in the trailer? Yeah. He looked all right. He looked young. Yeah, looked good. And probably some de aging on him. Yeah, yeah, but was, he didn't get like full Tom Cruise. I'm like, I'm doing my own fucking stunts, you know, like, like <laughs> oh, psycho. Please, if if I bet out of anyone in Hollywood, fucking Harrison Ford would be like, yeah, fucking scam my face. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> just just put me in there. Yeah, put me you in just, there. You just tell me the plot, yeah. and I'll do the interviews. But I don't. Do I? Do I really be here? I'll feign. I'll feign. <laughs> enjoyment <laughs> yeah what's the fucking line again <sighs> shit yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know he's part of like three major franchises like he's yes. part of Star Wars Indiana Jones and Blade Runner and, and could not give a fuck about either three no except it, honestly it seems like he likes Indiana Jones the best yeah Blade uh, Runner is a little bit more tolerable Blade Runner was one of those movies that really put him on the map when it came to like sci-fi and storytelling Hates Star Wars. Hates Star Wars. Fucking hates it. Fucking just is done with if it. If George Lucas could see in the future, he would have told that carpenter to shut the fuck up and keep sawing. Like, <laughs> like Harrison, shut the fuck up. So it's like I love the story where it's like uh, they're like, "Are you happy?" And you know, Force Awakens that you finally died. And he's just like, "Yeah, I wanted to die in the first movie." You know, and then you know, I really pushed him to just be like, "I want to die in Empire Strikes Back." You know, that would be such a pivotal thing. You know, I die for my crew. You know, that's Han would do that. And George looks at him and goes, "Yeah, but I don't see a future in dead Han action figures." That's no. <laughs> <laughs> like Harrison Ford is like that that perfect actor right now to be a villain in something. And he's about to be. Yeah. Because uh, Harrison's about to be part of the MCU. He's going to be new uh, Thunderbolt, Thunderbolt Ross. Yeah. But like, that's what he needs to be. Cause like when the actors get kind of older and they're like happy, go lucky, good guys, someone like Harrison was a happy, go lucky, good guy, but he's, he's a fun hero. Like he's Indiana Jones. Fun. Yes. I would never consider, even in real life, Harrison Ford to be happy-go-lucky. But, but like a, a Harrison Ford a allows only. the world to s- rotate, and yeah. he just tolerates the rest of it. Yeah, he probably like killed a kid's family and just gave him a cigarette and like here, yeah. here kid, and walked away. But like, no one's gonna believe you and walks away. Yeah. But like he he he's that protagonist every time like i don't know if you've ever seen any of his other movies he's always a protagonist he's yeah. never a villain um but i could see him being a, a a really good villain coming up in the mcu but you know that's another disney product we gonna have to wait to come out yeah really uh and that's the thing disney is pumping it out right now uh, between the different marvel stuff and then um the different star wars stuff and honestly it, it, it's kind of been flipping back and forth right now. I seem to be a little bit more excited about the star Wars stuff 
than I do the Marvel stuff because uh, we got a new trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy. They've given us like five fucking trailers for this thing by now. Mm-hmm. Still looks good. <laughs> Hadn't changed my opinion on it. I still want to see it. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Oh, was it? Uh, I'm trying to remember the song that was played in the newest trailer. It was a heart song, wasn't it? Possibly. Crazy on, crazy on you. I think it was yeah, crazy on you. Yeah, so uh, that's what I really look forward to the Guardians of the Galaxy the fucking soundtrack. Honestly, Gu- Guardians looks really good. Um, I still really want to see that. I think we st- uh, you still need to see Ant Man because I'd like to do a spoiler cast review on that one because there there there's a lot I kind of want to talk about, both good and bad. I, I still think it's a good launching point, but it's still not without its faults. But there's also some stuff that they do that's really good in the film, so we definitely ought to still go through that. And another really big movie thing, uh, Mikey Black of all people hipped us to this, uh, saying that we actually need to. Uh, go in on the field and do an in-house recording but lord of the rings is celebrating their 20th anniversary um turn of the king yes and apparently they're doing like this yeah the runtime listed for return of the king is at 260 minutes yeah or one movie yes holy shit It's an epic fantasy that's probably in all all aspects. It was probably nine hours long in the original cut. Like if you like if you talk to like Lord of the Rings fans, they will tell you like the unrated director's cut of the original Lord of the Rings is about nine to ten hours. It's a fucking sit down, and so would be Star Wars if you left all that shit in. So like, uh, yeah. So it's just another fantasy story. Yeah. Uh, I went to the movie theater and watched this when it came out in school because it was part of school. School. We, our teachers took us, the entire eighth grade, took us to the movie theater in our hometown, which is no longer available, yeah. uh, to watch fucking Return of the King. I had only saw Two Towers before that. That was the only other reference I had. I didn't even start reading those books until like ninth grade. Yeah. And I'm just like, holy shit, why the fuck are you doing this? <laughs> and why does my parents have to pay money? Like, it's, it's like, get the fuck out of here. Because you got like a, you got your medium drink. They gave us all popcorn. Yeah. And they were very strict too because it was a brand new movie theater. Don't you drop any popcorn or drop any drink. And like as soon as I sat down, this kid came and hit my popcorn and it went on the ground and I just stood up and punched him in the face. <laughs> And they were just like, she said, "No popcorn on the floor." And said, like, like, "No blood on that popcorn, did they?" <laughs> but they were just like, they were just like immediately, just like, All right, shut the fuck up and sit down. <laughs> <laughs> well, if folks want to check that out, uh, it's going to be back in theaters April thirteenth. Uh, check your local Fandango app or whatever the fuck you use, and see if there's tickets around that area. Google works just like Fandango. I don't know why people have used it. Fuck <laughs> Google. <laughs> Keep saying that out loud and your fucking phone's going to explode. <laughs> it's GoDaddy all the way. Yeah, it's GoDaddy. Ask all. Jeeves. Ask Jeeves. <laughs> hey, you want to ask a butler to Google shit for you? <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what that website was. <laughs> it's about Google as, for rich people. It's just like uh, a butler going to ask me to do this. It's about, as far, it's about as informative as Yahoo Answers, which is just a chaos forum worse than 4chan. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, how do I stop this toilet from overflowing? Have you thought about telling the Jews? And it's like, God damn it, dude. Like, what? Downvote. This, down, this, like, this was not helpful. No, this answer is not helpful Zero at all. Zero fucking stars. <laughs> on helpfulness. 
Well, I don't have any more uh, news segments because this week was just full of like the hype leading up to Star Wars, and it just kind of felt like everyone else was just like, "Yeah, we're not going to try doing anything right now." They, they're people are going to be just talking about this. I, I, I don't know if it's it's newsworthy for here more than just an interesting fact. But uh, wildlife attacks have gone up like 200% across the nation because we're encroaching on their environments. Uh, so if you're in Florida, watch out for gators. Uh, if you're in North Carolina, watch out for bears and deer. Uh, kill them. Kill them. Mm-hmm. They need to get got. Uh, and I was, I, I was kind and of. If a, you're in Alabama, watch out for old Jim. And your brother. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I was like, it's like 200%. I was like, that's fucking fantastic. I, I was like, is that true? And I was like, looked into it a little bit more national parks across. The, it's just because like land development's going on a little too fast. And it just reminded me of that uh, report I saw. It was like a, a California brown bear had walked into downtown LA. It was just like chilling and just walking. <laughs> and everybody's like freaking out. All I could think of is like, there's a giant brown bear on your flag. Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. It should, you should be you, cool you with that. You welcomed me. I'm yeah, on yeah. your flag. Yeah, you said, come on in. The water's fine. Like, <laughs> but it, 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 I it, wanted to try the new coffee shop. Yeah, but like I, I saw that. I was just like, God damn. Oh, and DC dropped a new trailer for one of their superheroes, a little known uh, Blue, uh, Blue, Blue Beetle, Beetle, which is like uh, uh, later on. It's a uh, first uh, Spanish Mm-hmm. Spanish American uh, superhero. It, uh, that looks fun. I yeah, don't, I don't I'll, know, I'll watch the trailer. Went. I don't know okay. much. About, I don't know much about that character. Uh, I know he's like later on, like history wise, and he's very elaborate. Um, but yeah, it's yeah, it's kind of exciting to see what they're coming up with because Shazam two did not do well. No, no, because because of the Rock. <laughs> the Rock's an asshole. Can you smell what the Rock's cooking? Treason. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God damn it. <laughs> well, I, honestly, I think out of all of those, though, Star Wars might be the one to kind of beat right now. What I'm show would you digging with their well, out of the shows they've uh, kind of promised? Which ones are you like most excited for the show wise, not movie wise, not movie? Sh- I don't count movie promises. <laughs> no, um, honestly, Ahsoka. Yeah. I, I, I think that's going to be really good. Um, with everything that we've seen so far from her character, um, the way this season of Mandalorian is going versus maybe some of the previous seasons or even like Book of Boba Fett. Um, and plus Rosario Dawson, man, she's awesome. So yeah. it's like, you know, I, she's, she's, I know that she is going to do the character justice. I didn't, uh, I didn't like kind of look or I didn't see it at all was uh, a continuation of the Obi-Wan story. Have they decided whether or not to continue with that? No. And I think it's cool if they don't. I, I'm cool if that's just where you don't want to see members of the Red Hot Chili Peppers show up in the Star Wars universe. <gasps> no, no, I, I'm good on that. I'm good on that. You sure, like you, you think like another rock star just show like Dave Mustaine showing up, I'm like, hey guys, I got Princess Leia by her hair. Like, hey, well, we well, well, the uh, the guest star that showed up on this week's Mandalorian, one was a pop star, and one was I'll consider him a rock star. <laughs> I might be a little bit stretching of the definition, but you know what? I'll the four con- members of Kiss show up as aliens that get slaughtered as soon as they show up. Oh my God! If Paul Stanley shows up, Gene Simmons just like pulls his tongue out and just like kill it. <laughs> <laughs> none of the none of this rock star on fucking spaceship shit. We should have stopped with Nick Fleetwood on Star Trek. Like we should have stopped it then. <laughs> Oh God! Fun fact: Nick Fleetwood's in Star Trek. Well, before this falls any deeper into fucking scary debacle, let's go ahead and move on over to our main topic. 
Damn it, Kenny. You don't die every episode, but you're only giving us six now. <laughs> Sucks. We're going to be reviewing season 26 of South Park. And that's the reason why we were able to have a new segment before all of this is, uh, yeah, six episode seasons, much like last one. Uh, what do you think about this? Uh, someone on YouTube, I think uh, his name's Blooms, uh, he kind of did the rough math and it's like between the special event movies that we get and everything else with these seasons, it still adds up to the same amount of content minutes wise it's just separated in such a different way now yeah and what you know i'm kind of fine with that but that seems like a, a nice way of trey parker and matt stone to kind of go with the contract word for word you know what i'm saying like yeah we signed up to make nine fucking movies blah 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 then this is technically part of the season blah 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 so yeah we've, we've talked about it before but it's still a solid season, you know. It's, 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 the content, the content will always be. I, I always look forward to to it. Granted, it's only six episodes, but if they were to come out with a movie this summer, yeah, yeah, and I'm it, sure they will. Yeah, and like it, they're still always going to be South Park, you know, and they haven't changed it up that much. Um, they've kind of cu- stuck with the continuity a little bit on some of their storylines. Oh and, yeah, and kind of go back to it. But I'm kind of happy. I'm happy with the six seasons. I would love it to be 40 episodes, but like, that's just me. <laughs> I will say uh, I like the season a lot better than the previous season. I don't think they've really had a bad season outside of kind of the the memberberry season because because it just fell apart. The memberberries, if they had stuck with it, would have been solid because they were really trying to play off the joke of nostalgia and. What are those jokes that really hit kind of funny? He's like, hey, you remember Stormtroopers? Yeah, I remember Stormtroopers. Yeah. No, not those Stormtroopers. The real Stormtroopers. And it's just like, and it was building up to something. And because of what happened in the world, you know, they have to make a hard right or hard left on the road of storytelling. So, yeah, I can tell (laughs) If certain things had happened a certain way, yeah, the Member Barry storyline would still be going on. PC yeah. Principal would still be a big part of it. And he's and like that was one season that people didn't like, whether the Memory Berries along with PC Principal. I loved PC Principal. Dude, in the games he is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, did you just do a microaggression? Hit him. It's <laughs> like, God damn. Uh, but I thought this was a really solid season. I will say overall, one thing I've noticed, and I don't know what it is and i and i try really hard to not fall into this rabbit hole because the there's very few south park communities online but one of the thriving ones is on reddit and if you think marvel and star wars have their theories of like what goes on internally and what's happening and this that and the other dude it's just as bad in South Park land. Motherfuckers all day long. Are Matt and Trey still actually uh, friends? Are they fighting? Or, the, you know, is blah, 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 like all this stuff. Oh, you you, you don't hear uh, Trey's or uh, no, Matt's uh, voices so much on there. Everything's been written by Trey, you know, or uh, the vice versa. So there's always this big back and forth on if the two are really writing the episodes as much as they say they are. 
And one of the things now with this season that makes me kind of question is there's a lot more gags. Mm. They used to very much be against writing a joke in an episode where it's the dialogue and the scenario creates the joke, not the gag creates the joke. And there's a couple times during this season I can think of that there were kind of some gag moments, like some pause to tell a joke. Now let's get back into the story, even if it is a line of dialogue. Like it almost like the character breaks away for a second to say something funny, and now we're back in it. It's not bad, but I've started to notice it I mean, because I, South Park usually doesn't. I think they're just trying to do something new. Mm-hmm. Every every comedian changes it up just a little bit. Like, yeah. Like a good example is Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle used to be slapstick fucking funny. Yeah. Dave Chappelle now is situational comedy funny, and it's very... Real life funny. Yeah, and it's very different from what he used to do. So I can imagine them doing 20 plus years of this. They needed to... They probably wanted to change it up. Like, can we can we do some actual jokes? Yeah. Like, I get it. We we are going off the. You're, and plus, you're talking to people who are going a little as far as they can toward being canceled. That, yeah. that that's that that's something they've played with for 20 years, and that's what they're going to be doing for the next 20 years. Like, yeah. But like, that's what they've been doing. So I can imagine them changing it up just a little bit, just to get rid of the monotony of it. It's just like, oh, we we did it. We used to do it back in the early 2000s and late 90s with showing gratuitous violence. And then right. then it became like between like season 10 and season 15 to 16, it was the gratuitous grossness. Yeah, it was grossness or who can we offend? And then from 16 to now, it's very surrealism. Yeah, almost. yeah it's, it's like the arts matching reality. Realities can't the reality can't keep up to the art anymore. And it's kind of visceral in a weird way and I could see them it's like alright guys let's this is still a fucking cartoon show like <laughs> let's, let's, I can imagine the panic attacks they're having because like when they're going in the office six days to air on that third day they're just like hey did you see what happened in the news no don't tell me the fucking news god damn it <laughs> tell me what happened <laughs> we've got to focus on and this and I think that, that, you know going to the Trey Parker Matt Stone thing yeah they're probably not getting out as much because they have to focus on those six days to air even with the movie for all I know they have another game planned that they're not telling anybody about which would be fantastic Fantastic. I think that's actually true. Yeah, because I remember Trey Parker uh, doing an interview. He's like, you know how long it took me to come up with Fractured But Whole? The title. He's talking about just the title. He's like, it took them forever to come up with that. And finally, yeah. he did. And it's a fantastic title. <laughs> but like, uh, I could see them like doing that again. Because at the end of the day, it's still about four kids in Fantasyland. <laughs> they yeah. can do whatever they want. But no, out of the, uh, the six episodes... Matt Stone only wrote one. Yeah. So it's like, that's kind of where people are leading. It's like, is Matt really not really part of the process as much? His voice characters really don't get as many lines anymore. I bet if you were to go to look at the IMDb list of Trey Parker, Matt Stone on written credits, Mm -hmm. one is going to have a lot more than the other one. Trey has always had more anyway. But that's just a writing credit. That was written by and directed by. Yeah. And it's just like, these guys are grown ass men. They have other lives. Yeah, Matt Stone's going to show up and do the voices, and he's going to have input. But having input doesn't make you the writer. It doesn't have you make you the director. It just makes you another voice actor. So, same with Trey Parker. Hey, why did Trey Parker not write this one? Because he's the voice. Yeah, there there are trade offs to this. It's like maybe 
Trey Parker has more time on his hands. Maybe he's made more time on his hands. It doesn't mean that this these that it's evidence of absence. You know, like yeah. it's like there's no evidence that to say these guys are fucking hating each other behind the scenes. Well, but if you ask Reddit, yeah, yeah. If I ask Reddit, I bet if I ask the production assistant who's actually on the show, they're like, "What the fuck are you talking about? I got to get this coffee to Trey." Get the fuck out of my way. <laughs> like, <laughs> They're working uh, yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, I think I think if something did happen, I think it would actually be legitimate newsworthy instead of just speculation. Like right. Reddit is all about speculation. I fucking love Reddit. Oh yeah. Oh man, if I want to talk if I want to rile some motherfuckers up, I'll go on Reddit. Hey, why is Bobby Hill the worst animated child of all time? And it's just like <laughs> Fuck you! I hate your family. I know where you live. And it's like, <laughs> you don't know who I am, but I know where you live. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down, Dale. Yeah. But uh, the only episode that Matt wrote is the debut episode for this season, Cupid Ye. God, that was a fun one. I, I did not see the turn that quickly. Really? Yeah. Like uh, it's only thirty minutes, but there's a turn. Oh yeah. Have, and like it's Cartman's old bullshit yep. that comes up later because of sheer jealousy. Yes. Which is weird. Like, like I know, like, they go hit, make him unhinged on, like, the littlest thing. And that was it. Yep. The kid I hate, my friend, <laughs> is spending too much time with Tolkien. Objectively, these two people should be the most hated people by Cartman. Yep. Tolkien and Kyle. Cass. Yeah, You got to say it like that. Yeah. Uh And the great thing about this one, too, is... They actually created a real TikTok page yeah. <laughs> to, to play the videos that they made for the episode. Uh, but yeah, they got their finger on the pulse of America, man. They're keeping up. But yeah, Kyle and Token, uh, they were making TikToks every day. Cartman, very upset about it. And Cupid Me makes a return. Uh, but then you find out that Cupid Me did not take his meds. And now he is Cupid Ye yeah. and is feeding Cartman all these anti-Semitic things and that Kyle runs Hollywood and they then proceed to go and parody everything Kanye did before he watched 21 Jump Street. <laughs> so so going into that, like, this is a great allegory. Like, that's, that's what the last, like I would say the last 10 seasons of South Park is, is an allegory to reality. Um, was, hey, I got a popular figure who's spreading rumors about a group of people and then it catches fire. And that that is exactly what happened with Kanye West. You know, it's, he's he went into his own community and spread this, and it went like wildfire. Because I remember the people say, talking about, you know, when he was on Alex Jones, and people mainly in the black community being like, "Well, maybe he's right." I'm just like, "Oh, fuck, For <sighs> Jesus Christ!" Like that is the last thing we fucking need. Yeah, is a whole you know culture war over some shit this dumbass said now maybe they need to watch 21 jump street i guess yeah i love seth rogan's response to that he's like i only wrote one joke god damn it but that was a good movie <laughs> i loved his response it was fucking fantastic he's like you think what do you think about jonah hill i'm like he's like i feel for jonah hill i, I wrote a joke for that movie <laughs> he's just like fuck me man hey if it works it works <laughs> that's what he said whatever it takes <laughs> whatever it takes uh, but what was really funny on this too is uh, they perfectly parodied Kanye's uh, 
outfit that he was going on to different newscasts uh, wearing. And full it, covered face and everything. And in the universe of South Park, it was Cartman did this to hide his identity. So, oh, to pretend that he was someone super famous so he could spread the word. That's what it was. And uh, the great thing about Cartman is, in the show itself, is how subtle it starts. Hey, how can I get people to turn on one person? Or in this case, a group of people. And how easy it is. Create suspicion, create mischief, and go from there. And that's what Cartman's known for in the series. And allegorical storytelling-wise, he's the perfect conduit for that. And like... If anyone's going to get to do it, this is the perfect way to do it. Like that's the great thing about South Park. They told a simple joke way of telling a paradoxical event with Kanye West, and this is the second time they've done it. Uh, the the two highlights for me in this episode is uh, one when you slowly start realizing, or they they slowly start peeling back the curtain that it's like. Cupid Yee is actually just Cartman's internal thoughts. Uh, and then when he's like whispering stuff or like you see like Tolkien getting like uh, uh, Cupid, Yee, uh, Cupid Yee stuff all around and then it clips to real life and it's actually Cartman like whispering shit in his ear. <laughs> um, the other gold moment in this was when, um, fuck, as soon as I said that, it went away. Shit, shit, hold on. I can't remember it, but either way, the uh, the wrap up though was Cartman wrestling with himself in the hallway of school for him to take his own meds. Yep, <laughs> it was it was kind of like the same fight he had when he was Jennifer Lopez. Yes, uh, and, and then the hand just whoo, yeah. <laughs> and that was cool that was why they're kind of pressing the animation he's just like little fingers <laughs> like, it, it turns into like a fight club moment when you realize Tyler Durden is Tyler Durden <laughs> he just oh, fighting himself <laughs> I remember what it was it was in that same scene when uh, he was uh, they were doing the joke about what he was wearing and everything and Cuban Yi is uh, telling Cartman all these different things to say and he goes and even Hitler did nothing wrong it's like damn Cupid me calm down so it's like even in in universe even cartman's like all right kanye calm down yeah, <laughs> yeah but that was that was that was kind of like the whole crux point of you know kanye west in a stupid little interview with alex jones yep uh was hey that's what he said that's exact, i love hitler yeah but he, he did nothing wrong that's what he said yep and i was just like Oh, he's off the fucking deep end. Yeah. This man has a church, people. <laughs> David Koresh got burnt out for making guns. We can't burn this shit out. <laughs> and speaking Fuck. of burning some shit out, episode two, the World Ride Privacy Tour. Oh, yeah. This this is fucking hilarious. This is hypocrisy knows no bounds. Yes. <laughs> this episode barely has a plot. Yeah. Uh, essentially, it's just uh, Trey Parker flipping off the royal family for a solid 20 minutes. And not only that, the British people also look Canadian. Which, <laughs> well, no, that that's what it is. So in South Park's universe, it's the Canadian royal family yeah. instead of our universe, the British. So yeah, they they, they, did, are, they, are they rep- intentionally made it the can- and Canadian and royal family. They're very real people. Yeah, and, but what it was is you know Meghan Merkel or is, is it Merkel? Markle. Markle and. Prince Harry. Harry, you know, like these people. And his new move, and with his new book, Wham. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, I think it's, it's a great parody of like celebrity and wanting to be in the spotlight, but not in a certain way. And 
there are people who kind of acknowledge like yeah we're going to have people take photos of us blah 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 yeah because you're part of that community that's what that community if you don't want to do that shit don't be fucking famous anymore be a recluse it's fun and there's like the worldwide privacy tour yeah yeah, it's just like hey leave me the fuck alone with the biggest fucking phone in the world it's like look at me look at me leave me alone don't look at me (laughs) look at me look at me don't look at me look at me yeah yeah (laughs) It reminds me, it reminds me of that Bill, uh, was a Bo Burnham song. Put your fucking hands yeah. up. Yeah, all eyes on me. Put your fucking hands Put them down. Put your fucking hands out. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so again, not really that much of a plot. They moved to South Park. Everyone's like trying to pay, get, pay them attention. They're like, we want our privacy. And they're just like, fuck you. And I'm, fuck you. And I'm, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> I love that to be like a little subsection in the new game when they come out. <laughs> oh my God, yes. Uh, after that, you have episode three, Japanese Toilet. Uh, the synopsis here says, after their old toilet becomes too much of a hassle to use, Randy buys a new Japanese toilet and brags about it to everyone in town. However, the new toilet causes problems with others, prompting words of caution from Jimmy Vollmer. Yeah. Uh, what I loved about this one was it kind of, it kind of doesn't make sense. What is funny, though, is how long have randy and them lived in this house it's a new house technically and it has an old beat up toilet like it came from the old house yeah fuck it and i'm just like yeah that's some randy shit to do just no honey we're gonna take the toilet yeah no fuck that shit it's like 500 bucks at the fucking lows yeah (laughs) (laughs) and like randy marsh being such another pivotal character in star some would say star trek but south park was you know his shenanigans basically that's what they are shenanigans uh and i wasn't really feeling like what it was about until like the very end yeah when it was like hey they're embracing this new technology and they're just pushing it and what's cool cool about this one was it kind of goes back to the first episode which was conspiracy yeah and i love it's Jimmy Vollmer as yes, Jimmy. Anytime he has a pivotal role, me and you in were something. sitting here, and uh, he says verbatim, "The average person uses 120 volts a year." What? <laughs> no way in fucking hell, Jimmy. Check your sources. 120 fucking rolls. Jesus Christ! And I'm just like, I'm listening to that. I'm just like, God damn! Like that. That is some conspiracy facts. You know, like this. <laughs> Just out the gate and he's talking about big toilet paper like he's talking about like big fire or big tobacco or somebody like a big pharma and it's just like yeah yeah he's like gone killed murdered you know blah 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 he knew too much and like i knew exactly where this was heading very quickly and i could only imagine what reddit was doing it's just like holy shit are they going to do like conspiracies now and it's yeah like, yeah every now and then they do conspiracies it's fun well i mean it's Early, early, early on, they wanted aliens to be a main crux of the series. It just kind of got pushed away because that was the whole thing. Is you know, you see aliens. Oh, was, that came from South Park. <laughs> I think. I think it was like from seasons one to fifteen. There was always an alien in the show. Yep, in some shot, there was always a background alien. Yeah. Which is yep. kind of funny. Uh, following that up is one of my favorite episodes of the season, episode four, Deep Learning. And now this is one of them that I can distinctly remember one of the gags, if that makes any sense. And it works. It's funny. But it felt almost, and this is almost sacrilege to say, 
especially considering their past, it felt a little family guy. So, whole crux of this episode is ChatGPT is taking over the school. Uh, Cartman learns about it, in which he tells uh, Clyde. Clyde's using it to text Bebe. Bebe tells... Um, uh, Wendy, Wendy gets all upset, tells Stan, Stan's like, yo, what the fuck? He's like, yeah, chat TBT, dude, you just copy her text, say reply, it types out a new thing, send it back off, it's so fucking easy, dude, just do it. Well, as things are starting to go south a little bit in the episode, the boys all meet up in the bathroom in which they're trying to go th- work through a game plan. How do we keep ourselves uh, safe? How do we keep anyone from finding out? And then this random kid walks in. And it's a solid like minute and a half of him like walking over to the urinal, taking a piss, slowly walking over to the sink, washing his hands, looking at the boys, walking over to the dryer, drying off his hands, or grabbing the paper towel rather, puts it in the trash, looks at them one more time, walks out, and then the boys just start talking again. And it's funny. I, I'm not looking at it going, oh, no, the writing is going bad. But, like, I've never seen them pull a gag That's a callback. like that. That's a callback to Butters. Because if you go back and watch older so, older episodes, when they're in the bathroom talking, woo, loo, 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 here well, comes yeah. Butters. And he literally stops what he's doing. And they shut the fuck up because they can't say it around Butters. Because well, yeah, but, but he says something like, what are you guys doing? They're like, don't worry about it, Butters. Like there's conversation. Yeah, but like it's, it's just a callback gag to someone new. Yeah, it's just like it's like Butters would always show. And the funny, funny thing about Butters is he takes all everything off. Yes, he, he takes, takes his piss, pants completely, completely off. It takes a piss and lifts his shirt up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't get any splash on it, man. Yeah, I guess. God damn it, Butters. <laughs> <laughs> That's always going to be my fucking. <laughs> Are you just an asshole? No, I'm arms and legs too. <laughs> You you just need loo, 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 as your loo, loo. as your uh, yeah. text tone yeah woo loo loo woo loo loo and uh, really but I like this episode uh, it definitely goes off the rails yeah uh, because it, it gets the onion gets deeper and deeper because layers yes uh, because now Cartman and the other boys are using it to write these really prolific and long essays Mr. Garrison's getting upset by it Rick his new lover tells him hey there's this thing called chat GPT why don't you use it to grade your tests he's like this is fucking brilliant oh and by the way thanks for all those really sweet messages you were sending me today it just really means a lot and you see Rick's face like yeah, yeah, you're welcome. I think I think because it's like it's one of the like newest type of scandal. And fun fact about Chat GPT is like you can make it do just about anything to the point where like they've literally used that same product to find copyright material within papers written by that. And I I love that that's a whole new thing for kids now. I'm just like, you literally got the world at your goddamn fingertips. I got yelled at for using a calculator once. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, I got fussed at. You're not going to be able to have a calculator in your pocket dude, at all Dude, I'm literally going to have the history of the fucking world in my goddamn pocket. Yeah. The answer to every question and your social security number. So shut the fuck and up. And every song ever recorded. <laughs> ever recorded. Ever recorded. John Lennon in the grave. I can listen to music of his bones fucking Within rattling. Within 30 <laughs> seconds, I can clip from listening to music to watching a girl getting plowed in the butt. Yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> and guess what? I can just swipe down, press a little button, and here's my calculator. <laughs> I do love, I do. In the news, it's funny is like they had they surveyed kids in high school, like and they said uh, one in five kids are watching porn. I'm like four motherfucking kids are lying. <laughs> <laughs> Four of those motherfuckers are lying. All right, fuck. It's like that, de- like old dentist. They not at a ten dentist prefer this. This guy, he just doesn't brush his teeth. Yeah, like, <laughs> that last dentist just does not believe in that brushing his teeth. That is not a teeth. dentist. <laughs> you know that is a saying? dentist, dentist. Yeah, from Argentina who speaks German. <laughs> he just writes prescriptions. Yeah, he just writes fucking prescriptions. But yeah, like the whole the whole thing is it's like a, it's kind of like a warning shot yeah. of what they'll use later on against like AI and stuff like that. But it, I thought it was still a very smart episode and I really like what they did to the very end because it the episode just gets so convoluted everyone's using chat GPT no one wants to get found out Mr. Mackey says that they're hiring a professional to come in and test all the students papers to make sure that they're actually writing it not chat GPT all this other stuff goofy ass guy comes in with like these old classic methods like no computers to check finds out there's a whole bunch of chat GPT stuff on Wendy's phone and it's because of all the messages Stan's been sending he's like oh my god how do I get out of this? Wait, I know what to do. Runs outside, pulls up the app, and you see him type in, there's a boy named Stan Marsh that lives in South Park, Colorado that's used GPT too much and gotten his friends and his girlfriend in a bunch of trouble and needs a way out. It fades, and then you hear a robot voice narrate what the app wrote for Matt and Trey as an ending for this episode. Yeah. Now... The ending does work. Stan comes in, explains what happens. Mr. Mackey gives a line or two. Cartman says he hates Jews. And then everyone lives happily ever after. Clyde goes, what the fuck, man? How did you do that? And he's like, Chad GPT, dude. And it's the end of the episode. I actually really enjoy the fact that they put that tail end in. One, it's funny as fuck. Two, it perfectly illustrates why some people, at least right now, need to calm down with the fear-mongering. I've been seeing everywhere, that, and, and they even bring it up in the episode, um, Mr. Mackey's talking to Garrison, and he's like, don't you, you know, want to know if your students are using, you know, AI technology to write their papers? You know, th- this could be a lot worse, you know, if we let this continue. It's like, what? Like, Hollywood's going to take it and start using it to write movies? What, are you worried that it's going to just turn into a whole bunch of repeats and contrived shit? Shit, it already is. Who knows? AI might make it better. Okay. You just saw, we gave it an entire episode. And just said, hey, write the last two minutes of this for us. It succeeded in the task, but it was heartless. It had no motivation. It did the task, but it didn't complete the task, if that makes sense. There has to be that human element in order to reach that human emotion. So is AI going to replace writers? No. But I think they perfectly summarized it in that it's a good writer's assistant. It's the guy that you're sitting across the way with. Okay, I'm sitting over here scribbling in my book trying to figure out a story. I turn to Chris and I go, hey, man, 
if you were in this situation, what would you do? Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs every fucking time. Yeah. yeah or, or like I describe a scenario to you and you're like, you know, what would you do here? Dinosaurs. <laughs> you know, but it's like you would explain it to me and I'll be like, huh. Okay, and I might take a few things of what you said, adapt it, and then kind of move forward. Or you're writing a song, you turn to a, a bandmate. God, man, I cannot think of this line right here. I've got this, 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 and this. And all of a sudden, they spit out like five different verses, and you're like, oh, I like number three. That Let's go with that. Well, what if you don't have that? What if you're a solo individual that like does your own writing and you really don't have a hive mind of friends to bounce stuff off? This is something that could be very useful just to be able to get through a writer's block. But I don't honestly believe in the realm of writing that chat GPT is going to replace bloggers, directors, script writers. I don't think that can happen. What right I, now, what I, what I see is with I, I we could do a whole fucking episode about AI. I think we should and the terrors. Because there, there's and a, and a lot I would yeah, want to yeah, say the about great it. things and terrifying moments that will come about because of AI. Yeah, but uh, because it's beautiful and frightening. Yeah, that's what Tesla said about technology. Uh, the guy, not the sh- company. Uh, <laughs> the, the the real man, Elon Musk. Elon Muskrat. <laughs> but anyway, like Elon Musky. I could see this as kind of an allegorical thing because chat GPT, you know, on the lower end is used to write papers or do math and shit like that. That's, that's really what it's doing or code a website in 30 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's doing, it's doing menial tasks that we consider menial now. Uh, but I could see it used for more nefarious purposes, which can be a whole, like I said, a whole new episode, which may be on the crypto conspiracy cult. But, uh, Ooh. yeah. Um, you know, just open it up with because that, that's what's coming, folks. Our skull is being crushed by giant robots who, who, who are made of metal skeletons that have human teeth. People <laughs> forget about that part of the movie that he has human it's teeth for some reason. Uh, but yeah, like it's, it's a good little thing because it's, it's, it, they take a serious subject and make it kind of slapstick where it's kind of like marijuana use. Oh man, I don't smoke marijuana. They, that's against the law. Everyone smokes marijuana. <laughs> and it's just like they just don't want to get caught. Yeah, and like it's just this—it's this little like hive mind kind of situation. Uh, we used to joke about it with Baptists. It was just like, oh no, they only drink on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see a Baptist at a fucking in a liquor store on Monday, but you saw him at church on Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> so like it, it's a joke. You know, it's it's this this stupid little thing, and I and I love that kids actually have this available to kind of what up you know what they've been told you know because that's another thing is is this could be used to increase education across the board but i'll leave that for the ai episode (laughs) i actually and the thing is the reason why we hadn't done the ai episode i've actually not used any of it yet i've not tried it i've been very curious and watching all like the ai president voice videos have given me some ideas to do like some voice videos for like people that like I know probably aren't going to be used. So I'm kind of curious to see how I could create my own AI voices because uh, these particular people have a lot of um, 
uh, examples of their voices online, mm. and I think it would be really humorous to grab, let's say, some musicians yeah. and get them to like play video games or do AI tier lists. Yeah. I think that'd be rather hilarious. So. Yeah. Who knows? I might try adopting yeah. into that. See if I can create my own voices. <laughs> I, think, I think like the biggest problem with it is it can be a tool that's overused. Yeah. So like, kind of like when we're in school, I'll like, run into the dirt. Yeah. But like you know, like when we're in school, we're taught how to you do multiplication, how to divide. We need to be taught that, but also understand that we have a tool for it. But it's still it's good to know that stuff. But yeah, it's comfortable to have a tool for it. Where's the square root of fifty? Yeah, the square root. There is no square root of fifty. <laughs> square root of twenty five is five. There's no square root of fifty. Fifty doesn't. There's no square root of fifty. That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, you pass. Yeah, yeah, we do the math game. All right, guys, do you want to see how bad Alex is at math and how I'm bad at math? All right, all right, cool. Let's do this. <laughs> I was gonna say you'd still probably do better than I am. <laughs> uh, the next episode after that is Dick and Balls Hot Dogs. I love this episode. I love yes. this fucking episode because it is it is the exact reason why people like Cartman shouldn't have a business. <laughs> It, it, it perfectly uh, this to me even though this may not be my quote-unquote favorite episode i think this episode is the best written out of the entire season because they give you two stories it starts off with butters gets his own job in an ice cream parlor carmen gets all jealous because he wants money too and and literally everyone from butters to kyle to his own mom is just like Cartman, you wouldn't last two hours on a job. And they're like, all right, fuck you too. Gets a job there. 3.02 a.m. 3.02 p.m. It's like, yeah, boom. Yeah, literally an hour and 45 minutes into the job. And he's like already quit, essentially, and decide that he's going to open up his own hot dog shop because he lives in a hot dog. And he can just turn that into a business. And in order to do that, he must raise capital. And he only knows one person with a job, so he tries and succeeds in swindling butters into becoming an investor in Dick and Ball's hot dogs. And it's very much a mirror <laughs> to Casa Bonita. Yeah. But the reason I say it's smart because they give you two uh, points in it is while Eric gets the job he immediately turns into the lazy employee is eating ice cream on the job does not want to scoop fucks around on his phone fucks around tries uh, like goes home and calls in and is like oh i'm working from home today and butter's just like the fuck do you mean bro we work in an ice cream shop you can't work at home dude i need you here scooping and he's just like no no mental health day is a bad day for me i got to stay home dog <laughs> and then now the tables are turned. He has to find his own work. And now everyone else is giving him the shit. And now he feels the pain of the guy that he was initially given the shit to. And I think that's where South Park really thrives is showing both sides of it. Being like, well, yeah, why would you work for another company if you could make all the money, why give all? Why give most of the money to this other guy? If if you feel like you can do it, you take all the money. But then when you need help, you're going to be hiring a bunch of people that have that same thought process that you did that made you want to start your own business. This is like the third time it's happened to him too because Cartman used to own a 
Cartman Land. Yes! Cartman Land, because he's like, I'm going to be the only one who's riding the rides, and you can't do that unless someone presses the button. And you yep. hire somebody to press the button, then you got to hire somebody to fix the goddamn roller coaster that yep. you broke, you fat fuck. And then in order to pay for all of them, you have to start letting more people in the rides and let more people in the cars. And then it's just like, God damn it, I have to like bring in all these people just to pay these people. I'm not making money on this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it kind of kind of reminds me when I kind of started working in corporate, like some of the things people were saying to kind of get out of work. And like this is the middle of COVID, like this is this is straight up in the middle of that. And I'm just like, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> like I heard people doing like that was the first time I ever heard of a mental health day. I was like, oh, you're just having a bad day. You could have just called it sick. Yeah. What the fuck do you mean? Like you can't work. See, I w- I will admit I heard about that whole mental health day shit a couple of years ago. I I did immediately just kind of go, well, that's kind of some bullshit. Like unless you've got like actual mental health. And like I'm not saying anything like, like people like if you need to get the fuck away from work, get the fuck away from work. Cuz you've been there too. Yeah. But do not do not pretend it's because oh you you hate like you have a mental problem don't fake that shit that shit's serious just say i hate those motherfuckers i need an extra day i I literally did that though so it was like i heard about that last year and at the job i had before this one we had had a hell week i woke up and like actually like i did like my heart started like kind of pounding really hard and like not i'm not gonna go as far as say it was like panic attack but it was like definitely like a lot of panic setting Mm -hmm. in within like 10 seconds of waking up and i went no no not today i pulled out my phone i sent my boss a message i was like dude I said, I fucking can't do today. I've got to have a day. And just sent the message, turned my phone on silent, just laid the fuck back down. And it just came in the next day. He goes, have an all right mental health day. I was like, oh, that's what that was? He goes, yeah, that's what I'm categorizing it as. I was like, cool. <laughs> and like, and like that whole thing is just like, yeah, I can understand that. Like, it just called in and be like, I'm sick. Yeah. But at least I was real with him. I was yeah. like, bro, I said, I, I'm, I, cannot do today yeah. i was like if, if you got if you have to have me i will be there but if you don't have to have me today you'll be able to continue to have me by giving me this day <laughs> otherwise i don't think i'm going to be another, showing another thing up. this episode points out is child labor yes so fun fact uh, right after this right before this episode came out uh arkansas uh and a couple other southern states uh have rolled back their child labor laws yeah and i mean roll back all the way back yeah so uh in arkansas you no longer need our kansas our kansas um you no longer need um it's not it's not police approval but like you can have approval to work at the age parental. of four, parental uh here when you turn 15 if your parents say you can work you can work but there's an investigation along with that. So they what they do is they look into your school, make sure you're going to school, and they make sure you're, you know, you're getting there safely. Fun fact, if you're 14, 15, you don't drive. You don't even have a fucking permit. So that's a big crux of that. Arkansas has rolled it back to where they're not even going to investigate that anymore. I don't 
think Virginia ever did. I think it was like by the time you turn 16, as long as you had parental approval, you could get a job. Yeah, so – but they're rolling it back to um, to the age of 14. What job do you feel comfortable letting a 14-year-old do? Testing firearms. <laughs> Kids, 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 it. kids have loose shoulders. They can handle a firearm. If it can work in Africa, they could do it here. Jesus. <laughs> no, fun fact, in Alabama is where it, where it became to a head was they found 12 and 13-year-old kids working night shift at Tyson Chicken Plants cleaning the fucking place in Mitchie Auto Manufacturers in Alabama. So wow. they got caught doing that shit. Mitchie's like, holy fuck, you were hiring kids this whole time? and like took their factory and left so like yeah that's it's child labor laws are, are very easy to skirt uh fun fact if you have children in which they turn uh, i think a, a 10 uh you could give them up to six thousand dollars tax-free every year and just give them money <laughs> they don't have to have a job it's a, it's a tax workaround it's fun fuck the government <laughs> wish i'd fucking known that you think your mom would have gave you six thousand dollars in one year for tax-free purposes that for you to fuck with for you just you she that would have been a hard. She sale. would. She would have turned it around and used it for me. Yeah. But I would have gotten. I know her. I would have. Yeah. I would have not got the whole nut. Yeah. But I would have gotten but a that's, decent. That's chunk how. Out that's how that. like these mom and pop shops are able to work. I mean, like, oh no, my son works here with me on the weekends, mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, you could do that because it's your business and that's your son. You know, that's that's kind of like a nepotism law. Where, but if, if another yeah, fucking, I wish we had fucking known this because she had so many little side hustles. She could yeah. have said it was I worked for. Yeah. Go, go have it. like eight kids and you'll have a fucking nice little nice little income stream. But uh, that's how they do it. That's how they do it. That's how the Mormons are really doing it. <laughs> that's how they do it, folks. And like that, that was kind of a big deal. Like in the episode was who's he looking for? You know, and he, one's a baby. Yep, one's a baby. One's Craig, I believe. Yeah. Or no, Clyde. Yeah, Clyde, Clyde. Clyde. It's always Clyde. I love Clyde. <laughs> Clyde's Clyde's one of the smoothest fucking characters in the show. And but like they all they're doing that same thing from like Futurama and King of the Hill. He's like, No, 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 I need a four oh one K, blah, blah, blah. I need sick days and he's just like, Shut the fuck up. Well, well, there's so there's so many really good shining moments. So it's mm-hmm. like the, they're the entire time they're getting funding from Butters. Which side note, how much money is this fucking ice cream shop divvying up? No, so it's not about amount of money. It's about credit. Butters has Butters. Uh, okay. Butters makes X amount of money. The bank can assume credit and give him a credit line. And what he does is his money is being stripped from him to match the credit. The problem is the credit gets too high. He's stripped of all his money and earnings, and that's why his parents yell at him about going to gay bars. <laughs> Where's your fucking money, Butters? Cause well, yeah, because that's what I was thinking, because it's like it seemed like they drained his account, and then by the end of it, you hear that he made his money back. Yeah, so what he did was, uh, in small business, you can get a credit line, uh, depending on what you look like. Um <laughs> But so they took Butters, who has a job, who has income, gave him a line of credit. Cartman extends that to the hilt. All right. Butters, seeing the value of the house, the hot dog stand, now that it has all this little stuff out of it, it does have an intrinsic value. So what he does is he sells it to an investor for a profit. Yeah, that's after he made his money back. Yeah. So that's what pisses off. If you look at the face of the banker at the end, he's like, what are you doing? He's yeah. like, well, we're just going to extend your line of credit and we can do this. And it's like, no. I got a foreign investor to invest. He's like, what? And the bank guy, he's like, you 
did what? And well, he gets well, angry. Yeah, I was gonna say you're kind of jumping toward the end because I was gonna say at first they're just like socking away all this or spending all this money and it's only on the physical. Yeah, they're like updating the outside, all this shit. Still not doing anything for setting it up. Yeah. Finally, Butters is like. Open this fucking yeah, place open. up, goddamn it! Hire some people, and they're trying to get jobs, and they're like sitting on the bench, and it's just like, "Hey, skater dude, you you want to work? Uh, this you want to work for us for minimum wage?" And he's like, "Fuck no!" Okay. <laughs> just keep skating off. But then, old homeboy with the red mustache, took our jobs guy, comes rolling on up. He's like, "Thanks to Biden, yeah." He done shut down my factory and took my job. Then I got me a job down there at the Waffle House, and they told me I had to be more inclusive. And then they took my job, so I need a new job. They're like, well, well, sir, it looks like we're, we are happy to hire you. Yes, absolutely, right away. And he's like, okay, now I do need to work from home. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I love. It's like there's, there's, there's these people that are bitching about the workforce, and then it's just like you are the most baby motherfucker bitching about it. Oh, yeah. It's like I'm, I was bitching the entire time. I'm like, I want to get out of this warehouse. I need something that pays a little more. Yeah. Well, guess what? I found something that paid a little more and got me out of the warehouse. Is it hours I like? No. But I'm not going to sit here and go, hmm, I'm not going to take it because it's not the perfect hours I want. Bitch, I'm taking the fucking job. No, so <laughs> and I'm like, going to show up. I'm going to kick ass. And within a month, they're going to talk about trying to pick me as a manager or an assistant yeah. manager. That's just what I do. <laughs> and like, I was always the guy who was worried about ever having work growing up because I was on the assumption that I was going to die <laughs> very quickly. Yeah. So mine was, I need to get a job as soon as possible so I can make some fucking money and spend that money how I see fit. And I'm looking at I'm looking at people now who are working with me where I'm at. There are people that have stuck it out. They've been there six or seven months. They're good at what they do. But the person next to me who's been there like a week before I have is like, yeah, I'm leaving, blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, can I ask why? And they're just like, it's just boring. Okay, that's not a valid reason. But okay, yeah. I get it. You know, if you can't think to yourself long enough without going crazy, yeah, I can imagine. You're not the only person I've heard that's mentioned that someone said that they want to quit their job because it's boring. I would kill for a boring job. Oh my God. You're meaning to tell me I get to be paid to be bored. Yeah. But like, it's, it's, it's not just that. It's also like there's a physical activity involved and it's monotonous and it can be a problem because it's so boring uh, because it is manufacturing. Manufacturing can be fucking boring as shit, especially as much production as now compared to like when our parents and grandparents are doing it because production goes up every generation. So like generation, they're really propping out the fucking parts compared to the older generation would have done. So you have this workforce that can be selective which is fine you want to be able to branch out to different opportunities at different times i've done this a lot but at the end of the day if you can't find a base that could be a problem and corporate and manufacturing is two different things corporate it is very laid back you're doing a lot of talking it's a lot of mental you know i'm not going to be working at an office and being like chris can you help me get this 50 pound pallet no 
hard, hard fucking no, bro. <laughs> you see this T-shirt? You see this dress shirt? That says I don't do the heavy lifting. Yeah, you here. see this collar? It means no picking the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> but like, in like, with this, with that being said, you know there are jobs that need to be done. Yeah, but. You know, if somebody doesn't want to do them, it's, they ain't gonna fucking do them. Especially, yeah. you know, you got to get the prices right. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and but it's like I also so it's like he finally gets together that small workforce and yeah, and still cannot get the place open. Butters is like, that's it. I've had it. I'll do it my goddamn self. Yep. Goes in there, runs the fucking place, gets his money back, and then yeah, like you said, fucking sells it. He winds up making a deal with uh, Cartman's mom. Leanne uh, makes a deal with her to sell the property because, yeah, like you were saying, the banker was trying to catch him on every little thing. He's like, oh, but there's already people living there. So that's also a tenant. He's like, yep, I've got that covered. Leanne walks on and he's like, you're mean to tell me you made a deal with her. He's like, yes, we did. We've already settled on a price and this, that, and the other. So we're willing to pass it on off to this, that, and the other. He's like, yeah, but you're not going to, no one's going to want to buy this with this kind of property. He's like, right, which is why we're going to sell it to overseas investors that are more likely just to be able to sink in money into it while we hire our own help here <laughs> and he's just like god damn it and like that's actually a really cool plan because what he says is he says he's keeping mrs cartman as a tenant so what he did was he bought their original house which probably wasn't worth a fuck and made it part of the business and made her a permanent not just a permanent tenant, but a, a worker. Yeah. So that's another write-off he can do. Is just like, no, this is an office, motherfucker. That's something like people don't realize when they have houses. Like, if you do work from home, measure out a room and figure out the value of that room as an office space and write it off on your taxes. Even if you rent? Even well, if you rent, yeah, you can say, hey, I had to rent a place. And yeah, this is my office. It's also my work area. So like, yeah, this is a 10 by 10 fucking room or 10 by 12 room you know this is my office which i work from and i have to maintain this office that is a write-off thing if you, if you have your llc even if you like do your own business like people who make beads and shit do this and it's like hey do you have a fucking vehicle guess what that's a company vehicle now motherfucker <laughs> like so like so you can you can you know extend what you can do to a yeah. point like you're still gonna make car payments and stuff like that but you have the umbrella of a business which has more rights than you <laughs> also like how slowly over the last few seasons they've been changing the status quo a little bit cartman is now the poor kid especially after this venture because cartman's the only one that gets fucked in this now he now. doesn't he doesn't get his hot dog stand anymore yeah. he's back at his old house but who is his co-partner kenny Kenny gets a payout. They didn't have to worry about a house. He didn't have to worry about all the extra shit. Kenny just gets money. Yeah. We don't and see now that. Butters? Butters is about to be fucking rolling in. Yeah, it. Butters is a business owner. But that's yeah, it's kind of like uh kind of like a MacGuffin of the episode. We're probably not gonna see the fruits of that till later on. Yeah. Like I I could see them trying to roll everyone back to where they need to be. It's like I can imagine next season Stan will probably come home. Like Tegrity Farms will be yeah. kind of you know bought sold depending on how things go in the real world you know yeah. how they're how, how what's going on in weed news lately not much like, or as the next episode says for the very last line i guess we'll just have to see yeah. <laughs> which leads into a 
killer episode season finale simply titled spring break spring break and in which this one follows two plot lines both very relevant to today's times and honestly surprising it kind of took south park this long to do one of the side plots that they did uh but your two main plots are it's spring break so uh shelly and um the wife sharon sharon thank you i'm sitting you're going like why did i remember shelly but i couldn't remember sharon you're a bigot sharon <laughs> sharon i was at west virginia at a place called uh fuck what was it called anyway it was a bar in west virginia it like they were doing this big thing for bridge day they were prepping it the day before me and ken were there and this woman there was her name sharon and so the guy was literally doing the randy marsh voice at her he's like you're a bigot sharon and i'm just like god damn it that's funny i love that uh yeah so sharon and shelly are heading out of town for the weekend uh so now it's just going to be stan and randy at the house all week and randy is ready to party yeah, anything ready to do full you want to do man and he's like you know whatever you want to do buddy it's just you and me he's like really anything i want to do he's like yeah man sure thing he's like i want to do warhammer 2000 40k he wants 40k do, he says 40k he's like okay yeah what's 40k Warhammer 40k. Mm. He's like, yeah, that sounds pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, you're old enough. Yeah, yeah, you're old enough. Yeah, and it's just fucking, <laughs> and it's fucking Tolkien and Stan playing Warhammer 40k, which is one of the most expensive and elaborate board games you could play. Yeah, you, you got to paint miniatures. The fuck, you, it's like D and D on on meth. And Randy <laughs> is salty as fuck. Arms crossed the entire time. What the fuck is this? <laughs> and basically the whole time he's trying to get strippers and do all this stuff the things you would have seen in like late 90s early 2000s mtv era of the uber not even masculine just yeah. uber testosterone yeah, but it's like spring break with carmen lecture this week you know, mtv tops you know just like what the 100 percent. randy's trying to live that up but it's all under the guise that society has basically chopped his nuts off and made him ashamed to be a man and that he's trying to show his son that it's not so bad and there's no need to be ashamed of being a dude no. and it just goes off the rails in so many different yeah. aspects all the while garrison and his um rick lover rick decide that they want to go to myrtle beach south carolina myrtle beach myrtle beach goddamn motherfucking myrtle beach dude when i saw that was going to be the synopsis i got so overjoyed i was like holy fuck who from south park studios went to myrtle beach all of them <laughs> i'm just sitting here going I'm like did Matt or Trey go to Myrtle Beach and like just not fucking tell anyone? Yeah. Imagine you're just walking the strip and like you walk past them. And you, of course you, don't, you, you and see you, Trey Parker with his fucking fro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you just walk past. You don't say anything because it's like it doesn't immediately connect. And then it's like you get like two or three more shops down. It slowly dawns on you and you're like, is that Matt Stone? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that bitch is fucking insane. But they go down to Myrtle Beach, and the entire time, Rick is concerned with Garrison. He's just like, I don't want you falling into your old habits. You know, you know, you're going to be around a lot of people that you know used to like you for you know the things you did. And he's like, Oh, Rick, that that's behind me. He's like, I, I don't want a part of any of that. I just want to go down there and have a nice vacation with you. Yeah. And it's heavily implied. It's like the rave culture, the party culture, the, the hardcore gay rave culture. And like that's what blindsides you is you forget what happens like four seasons ago with Garrison. You yes. Don't, you don't make the connection. You're just thinking like, holy shit, does Mr. Garrison have a hardcore gay drug problem? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like you think that's going to be the thing. Yeah. They're giving it so much signaling. And then – you slowly hear like this bump in house music over the distances and comes up and it's just like, Oh no, it's one of those shops and it's a MAGA shop. So it's Garrison's face just fucking plastered over everything. And honestly, it's probably the funniest I've seen the portrayals of Garrison as you had like the big blow up and he's like doing the fingers and his lips are all like duck lipped out and everything. Mm. <laughs> it's just fucking fantastic. Well, like, what, what you, all right. So he, they go, they go back to the hotel and he, he's feeling like he's having fucking night sweats, like a meth addict. And like he leaves, and he's just, I'll just, I'll just step in. And he's raving, like he's literally just like finger guns and fucking like shaking his ass and fucking raving to different parts of this little store. And he's just, like, and it's to him, yeah, it's to him. And like this guy's like, holy shit, everyone, fuck, hey, it's him, it's it. Where are you been, man? He's like, oh no, 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 please leave me alone. You know, I'm just, I'm just here on vacation. Just, I'm just here to see some stuff. He's like, oh come on, get, you still got it, don't you? And it's just like. This is such enabling bullshit. <laughs> like, it, come on, why don't you just rally with us just for a little bit? Rally. That's what I love. The boot and rally. It is like, oh my. Rally God. is the the word of the day it's on this episode. Rally. It, it, like it, it's so fucking funny that that's his that's his cantankerous bullshit. It is like rallying <laughs> with like bigoted bullshit to say out loud. He's like a grown Cartman. <laughs> well, and the good th- and the funny thing about it too is like in the moments in which he does fall into it, and he winds up rallying again you listen to what he's saying it's no longer coherent yeah because it used to be like very poignant you know we're gonna build that wall we're gonna send the mexicans back where they belong you know whatever it was now it's just like yeah wall biden it's just like all these random buzzwords and stuff it's just deflated into just nothingness yet everyone around him is still just like yeah yeah just egging it on and like it it kind of he had to wraps itself up like later on but like when we go back to like randy back to the house he is just so fucking sick of stan and their bullshit that he fucking goes to tolkien's dad's house he's like hey man don't you remember like spring break back in the day you ever go to ragers and he's like no 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 i don't randy i didn't do that he's like whoa what what why are you saying those words and ma- making your mouth do that <laughs> <laughs> and you see, and you see, like Tolkien's mom pop in the bag, and Randy's like, "Oh, oh, that's why you're saying that." It's like, no, motherfucker, he just wasn't a rager. That's probably why he's smart enough to have a fuck ton of money. Yeah, because he didn't burn it all like you did. Yeah, you, you psycho. Didn't sniff it all up. Yeah, you fucking psycho. <laughs> Everybody forgets Randy Marsh 
is Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's got all that weed and Lord money. Yeah. Yeah. He's got three fucking albums. Yeah, he's got three albums in a fucking weed farm. Platinum. Yeah. Platinum. Yeah. You know how many fucking albums I got to sell to cover your fucking nut and piece of shit? <laughs> he's like three. The microtransactions. Yeah, he's like a thousand. Yeah, that's hard. No, it's not. <laughs> but like, I just love Stan and Tolkien are just dead set on playing this game. And I was reading some of the comments on some videos that were posted about it, and a lot of people in the Warhammer community were just like, yeah, they kind of showed that exactly like it was. Like, there is, like, a rule book kind of situation. There's dice, and he's talking about, like, a phase of fighting in the game. And like, Yeah, like, even the placements of yeah. the figures and the landscapes and, it's very and stuff detailed was compared, right. Compared to the rest of the show, it's very detailed on that one thing. That's something they're good at. Yeah. Is, like, if there's this one detailed object in the show that they're really trying to point, like, hey, this is the stabilizing feature. Well, you know Trey probably plays it. Yeah, well, like, they both probably play it. That's a, that's, that's a funny thing is, like, there's a whole, like, YouTube channel of actual celebrities celebrities not just voice like not like our d20 guys but like celebrities who play stuff like D and like post that shit and it's yeah. and it's fucking hilarious um and it's just another thing that people do as a hobby yeah that seemed as not as masculine as doing coke off a stripper's ass yep because it's storytelling and playing with action figures dolls yeah, sorry that's what he dolls. Called dolls and it's just like no they're playing a giant board game that's it. Yep. They're just playing a board game. It's nothing elaborate. Ma- there's nothing masculine or feminine about it. It's, it's just, a, just board game. a game. There's literally a whole episode about that in South Park in the Gamers Club episode where they're just like, we don't want girls in the Gamers Club. It's like, no, they've created their own. And guess what? They're good at it, too. Yep. Yep. That's that's it. It's just a game. There's no, there's no upper or lower. It's just a game. And Stan is just... Stan... Blind to fucking Randy's bullshit because, but at some point he is dead to the world. He is just in his game. He's hyper focused. Oh yeah, and Randy brings in these strippers, and then this is where it kind of comes to a head. Was he puts his fucking hands on them, and it's like, no, don't do that. Yeah, the 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 pimp, the pimp, yeah, Uh, uh, pimp Tate shows up, (laughs) Uh, and like, don't you put your fucking hands on the girls, and like you find out that. This is the best part to make fun of this. Uh, it it kind of goes fucking nuts. And the party is a rager, as always, with Randy, because there's no such thing as uh, a little. <laughs> no, a moderation is moderation. not in Randy's vocabulary. Yeah, not the word vocabulary, you know, Randy's vocabulary. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And. It's just, a, like I said, it's a fucking rager. Uh, they're swinging from the fucking ceiling. And then they're like, hey, you, we know you. You're that Albanian or whatever the fuck. Oh, yeah. So, so, so he falls and some shit happens and the cops get called. And the cops show up the next day and they're like, holy shit. They're looking at the pimp. And they're like, holy shit, you're that Serbian sex trafficker. Yeah, Serbian sex trafficker. And it goes to a head. He shoots one of the cops. And she goes down, and she's laying on she's laying on Randy. He's like, "Help, help me, help me!" And this is going on parallel with the rager that's going on with uh, Garrison. Yeah, and we get a scene with Garrison. Where he, <laughs> he's in the bathroom, and it's just like, "Yeah, they would do that." 
and it's a and it's an innuendo that he's getting fucked in the bathroom. Yep. But no, he's just rallying. <laughs> he's rallying in the bathroom. Yes, because he's like he's just trying to enjoy a nice breakfast brunch or whatever yeah. with Rick. And it's like it's the total like dealing with the addict and like yeah, their I'm shakes going to the bathroom, and right everything back. else. Yeah. You know, I'm just gonna go to the bathroom, freshen up, get myself together, cleaned up, and we're gonna have a nice dinner to two of us. You deserve this. I've been an ass, all that shit. And yeah, the force perspective of like when Rick walks in it's like the camera is like between Garrison and the other guy and Garrison and you get like a top silhouette and it just looks like someone's getting butt fucked yes. <laughs> and then it like clips and see again perfect example that felt like a gag it felt and it was hilarious I'm not saying they're not funny it's just a different style of them giving those jokes so because honestly in the past it would have been Garrison getting fucked in the Their ass. Their biggest gag one, I, 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 you, you brought that up, the gag, like, the biggest gag one I think they ever done was the Osama Bin Laden episode mm-hmm. where they go to Afghanistan and it's a Bugs Bunny cartoon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like a Three Stooges Bugs Bunny situation. But yeah, but that was like so intentional. It was like yeah. overly yeah. done but, to be like that. But yeah, like, there's a parallel going on with Randy and Mr. Garrison. It's just like, no, guys, stop fucking doing this. This is ruining your goddamn life. And it comes to a head when it's just like Mr. Garrison's like oh fuck I lost Rick but I love oh, Rick. Rick and he goes he does he does a big rally he has a big rally and it comes to him just saying I love Rick I love him so much Rick I'd give this all up for you that's why I'm having this rally <laughs> so I can tell you in front of all these people that I'm done rallying that I love you and like it's such a big thing and like it, it, it snaps it, Randy out of he's just like <laughs> can you come home and it's just like yes randy god damn it randy dumbass randy (laughs) and the thing is for for the end of a season it kind of for the first time left on a bit of a somber note yeah because the two last lines in the entire episode Randy's was he's standing on the porch doing his you know silent sob weeping thing the <laughs> like that as Sharon and Shelly are pulling up and he's like I'm sorry I cut your vacation early and you just and without any sort of like comedy or anything Sharon just goes well at least it lost at least it lasted longer than last year and walked in like it wasn't played for laughs or anything it was like one of those like little real moments and then it clips to garrison and rick and they're reviewing what happened over the last couple days and why is you know and garrison's like i don't want to be that guy again i don't want to go through all that again i need you rick you've got to help me not go through all of that again and rick's just like well I guess we're just going to have to wait and see. Meaning, because you know Trump's been talking about running for re-election or running for election again. So that's kind of where that even lays. That's like, like, I saying, like I was saying earlier, we got to see what reality does to make yep. the show good. And I think that's where it's kind of. And, and it was like kind of a smart move on their end. So it was like Matt and Trey literally telling the audience, we don't want to do this again. We don't want to. And then literally the other person just going, but we're going to have to wait and see. <laughs> I do like what Sharon does. 
with Stan is is like yeah. as soon as she's like, hey, I told you, hey, get your no no warhammer on the kitchen table. Oh, <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah. It's like ah, fuck this. <laughs> oh, mom. <laughs> Which I just love that. That was such a like a simple simple joke. Yeah, just throw it in there and it's cute. Oh yeah, that's right. Stan is a kid. Yeah, yeah. He's like, still, yeah he, like that was the part that yeah. was played for last. But like her interaction with Randy, like was not humorous. And like I know that was intentional. It's like they wanted that to be just kind of a real little zinger that Sharon gives. And this is. And a, then gives a little humor and there's no carpenter kenny in this episode no there isn't and i don't think a butters is in it either none of our main none of our big four are in it uh, except for stan yeah um but you know that's, that kind of says to the to the storytelling of south park was they started with four kids and now we're excited about an episode about mr garrison yeah well we're excited about an area about fucking randy yeah i remember i remember when they made randy kind of a central focus early on and i think i think the biggest one was the guitar hero episode yes. where he's singing kansas and he's doing carry on my way we're sudden they're just like it's fucking gay because <laughs> he's that, the- we'll see i always think of that episode and the other randy episode i think of is uh election night when obama wins obama yeah, obama obama yeah Hey, Bo Rocky, you're so fine. Obama. <laughs> Obama. <laughs> and it's a heist. It's a heist film. And it's fucking fantastic. Yeah, that was later on. Because the, 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 Yeah, that, that was the re-election. Yeah. yeah, that was later on. And then, like, around the early season. Yeah, the, of, this was just the change. Yeah. yeah. We're going to get some fucking change. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing those posters a lot. Yep. So much. And then I remember someone made a Mitt Romney one, the guy who's running it, and it was money bags. And it said, <laughs> hey, there's change, and it said dollar, dollar bills under Mitt Romney's name. And I'm just like, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but that was season 26 of South Park. Um, overall, I think they've definitely still got it. I just would have liked a longer season. Yeah, 32 more episodes. Yeah, that would yeah. be great. <laughs> make, make this a five hour retrospective on the review. Fuck yeah. it. Yeah, fuck yeah. I mean, go back go back to 40 episode seasons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That fucking hurt. And you know what's crazy is like with South Park, you know, coming out with the six episodes, which is big part, which, you know, is on HBO, um, it kind of coincided with the end of The Last of Us and a couple of other shows that have been. Uh, they kind of wrapped up, which is kind of a good thing because it gives more room to have more stuff. Uh, I don't think the Mandalorian has what one more episode left. Yep, Mandalorian has like one or two more episodes, and then immediately after that, we'll have a new season of Beavis and Butthead because that debuts on four twenty. Yep. Um, yeah, watch out. That's a that's a very risky day in history. <laughs> yes. Just saying, <laughs> people get wound <laughs> tight on those days. Was, well, but it's get wound tight. It's a day to let loose. You would think. <laughs> but if you're a cult or the ATF you know, <laughs> or a homegrown terrorist organization, yeah, no, nah, 420 is a bad day. <laughs> Snow winter, as the kids say. Maybe we'll have a 420 special on the CCC. Oh, hell yeah. We too, why it should be illegal. <laughs> electric boogaloo. Electric, electric lettuce. Electric lettuce. Yeah, they're vaping now. The kids are vaping now. It's electric weed. We're eating it. We're smoking Food. it. We're vaping it. Mm, I like my weed acoustic. We're drinking it? Yeah, drinking it. Yeah, god damn it. That's disgusting. Yeah, yeah buddy. sounds terrible. Yeah, buddy. Just mix it with a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> oh what are you doing? God. I'm ghost busting. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> Trademark Chris Morrison, 2023. 
Oh, uh, but yeah, so that's been our review of that season. Um, if there's any series or movies that you guys would like us to cover here on the couch, come Potatoes, rally with us. Come rally with us down in the Discord. Link is in the episode description. We'll rally all night long with you, baby. Uh, but yeah, if you got any episode uh, recommendations or you want to come on and be a guest, let us know. We are always down for that. You just got to be down for our time schedules. <laughs> But on that note, every Saturday night at 3 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> well, on that note, I've been Alex. It's my bedtime. And Chris, do you have any final thoughts for us? Did you know if you mix a five hour energy and a four loco, you get a nine loco and you stay up for hours <laughs> as long as you need to do your work. But no, but go to South Park. The only thing I miss that they don't do in a very long time are the Jimmy and Timmy episodes. Yes. We haven't had a good Jimmy. 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 <laughs> we haven't good had a good Jimmy and Timmy episode in a long time, and I would love that to be part of the next season and part of the movie. Maybe is a, is a good Jimmy. <laughs> God damn it.